Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Felicity Oaken has recorded several albums and EPs as a solo artist and as a member of Bennett, Botel and Urquhart, winning 13 golden guitars along the way. She was also the host of Saturday Night Country for several years. Josh Cunningham is a founding member of The Waifs who have released 10 albums over three decades and won multiple ARIA awards. Together, Felicity and Josh have released the album The Song Club in 2021 and last year they released Birdsong, which has just won three golden guitar awards, including traditional country album of the year so clearly they are underachievers I'm here to talk to them about how they underachieve and how they can continue to underachieve hello Felicity and hello Josh hi Sophie and congratulations I mean you have both separately won multiple awards obviously before this but it must be really special and feel really special to win them together well it is I actually made the comment uh, in one of the speech, one of the acceptance speeches when we had to get up, uh, that this was the first award that's actually got my name on it because, you know, all the pre- <laughs> any prior awards have had the waifs on it. So uh, I've never seen my personal name on an award. Um, so, yeah, it was very special and made all the more special because Fliss's name is right alongside me there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Extremely cool. And, I mean, Felicity, you, you know, you've won so many awards yourself that it's it's – I suppose it's just like a reflex for you now. It's like, oh, yeah, off I go, another award. Oh, no, not at all. It, it, uh, it's always such a surprise. And, uh, you know, there's some really big hitters in, uh, in country music these days, uh, which is just wonderful. So many, you know, artists that are played uh, on commercial radio and, uh, and those songs were up against uh, Little Old Us and, and we got a couple of golden guitars that were very unexpected. <laughs> Well, um, just so people know, the two of those golden guitars that you won were for the same song, the title track of the album, Bird Song, and they were in Song of the Year and Single of the Year categories. And those categories have over 100 entries each, just to put into context for what you've achieved. Yeah, that's wow. I mean, I I know that there is a lot of good music out there and, um, you know, the, the field is very strong and they are very significant awards as well, you know, like... I guess in any form of music, the song is really king. primary. Yeah. It's king, um, but country music, especially, um, you know, really prides itself on the storytelling and, and song craft. And so to be recognised in that capacity was really very humbling. Yeah, for your song about growing up, um, you know, and sizing up, it was really special that mm. um, Josh's uh, skills were really, I don't know, acknowledged, and other people got it loved it as much as I loved it when he first played it for me. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah, there's some good songwriting output happening there. Um, I'm wondering, though, if those awards nights pass in a blur because, of course, you know, there's a lot of other stuff to do. You've got red carpet, there are photos, you're performing, no doubt, you know, all that sort of stuff. Do you just get to the end and think, what? where are we? You get to the end and you're really hungry. Right. Because <laughs> they don't feed you. <laughs> But I know the kids were really hungry. We all made sure we had a little snack to eat before we left Nan and Pop's place and uh, Mum and Dad's uh, and and headed off for the red carpet. But as soon as it was done all through the night, I think I made sure the kids had a muesli bar each in their purse. (laughs) 
And they quietly munched away. But then there's uh, through the proceedings, besides watching what's coming up next, then I get a tug on the sleeve. Mum, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, right now. <laughs> Mum duties as well. But um, it was pretty exciting. It, it does go by in a blurb. Um, it was very different for me this year. I think the, the last couple of times I've been, we've been up for um, you know a few nominations as well. And I think I went... I went there, obviously, well, you never expect that you're going to win. But in previous, um, you know, visits to the Golden Guitar Awards, I've kind of been thinking, oh, when's the next award that we're up for? And I've been looking at the program and thinking ahead and, oh, gee, what if we actually get it? What am I going to say? And this time I was so sure that we, we wouldn't get anything. I, I just literally didn't have anything in my head. I didn't look at the program. I, I just sat there and took it in like I was just there to enjoy yeah. it. And um so when our name got called out on the very first award of the night, it, it was a uh, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, threw threw us in, well, threw me into a bit of a panic. Oh, at least. me too. But at the end of the night, yeah, it was a blur, but it was a beautiful blur. So I'm actually now now that I have the opportunity to ask someone in this position of going up there with nothing prepared, it, are, are you on that stage with your mind sort of empty and thinking, oh God, I don't know what to say, or do you snap into gear? And because of course you're used to being on a stage, you're a performer. Well, I think maybe Fliss is probably more um, seasoned with it all her years in radio. She's very good. Uh, and I did make the comment, actually, you know, when the last time around for her when she won six golden guitars for her Frozen Rabbit record, I was actually watching it on my iPhone from backstage before a Waves gig in Western Australia. And I was blown away by her words. Like she got up every award she won. She kind of raised the bar of what a beautiful speech that was. And uh, and she was just delivering it off the cuff as well. So I think for her, probably she's she's more seasoned at that. Um, I kind of I kind of scrambled um, scrambled my way through it. Spoke from the heart, and it, it you know it was a bit rough around the edges, but I think it was heartfelt. And and you know I had a lot of people saying that they really appreciated what I said and were, were touched by it. So yeah, it turned out all right. I think that's important. The honesty. Yeah. Yeah, speaking from the heart, I think is a is a beautiful way to go. Now, because uh, I haven't actually talked to you two since Birdsong came out, this is the first time, so I haven't had a chance to chat to you about the album. Um, so I've got a few questions, uh, and it's it is quite a different album to the Song Club. I think I noticed that immediately, and it's identify. So what was interesting is identifiably you, and not just because of your voices, but musically there were some key differences. And and it's one of those things that I don't really have the technical language to define it so much, but I was thinking this, this is different in a great way. The subjects of the songs were different. Um, in other words, you didn't rest on your laurels from the song club. You didn't think, oh, well, let's just make that album again. Uh, so I'm wondering if you were conscious of trying to make a different album this time. Yes. In the fact that we just wanted to build on what we'd started yeah. And it was, uh, I remember we were coming back from Tamworth and chewing the fat in the car about working on the next project and what we might do for, for that. And I'm like, you've got to strap on the electrics and, and make a few other noises. And it's all acoustic, but it, it all starts from acoustic ground up. But then mm. we'll play all the songs acoustic, but then we could also have the full band. So let's go with that. And away we went talking about who we'd like to involve uh, introduced on the album and it was a no-brainer to have Matt Fell and then Josh Schubert. So it was just four of us that played everything on the album and it's, um, it, yeah, it's so special to have both of those guys involved. 
Yeah. And and Josh is, well, they're both extremely busy, let's put it that way. So I'm not even sure how you managed to get them both involved at the same time. Yeah, I've, it, it was, um, I don't know, a stroke of luck, but they were very, they were very eager to be part of it, uh, yeah. especially Matt. I think a lot of the, you know, the themes in the songs resonated with him really deeply. Like, you know, he made the comment, I feel like, you know, half of these songs are about me. So it was really special to um, to have him connect with it on, on that level. That's that's what you want, mm-hmm. you know, when you're working with other people, for them to really feel um, the heart of, of the music um, that you're making together. So, yeah, when, when we got up there to... Um, when we got up there to uh, accept the award for the best traditional album and those guys were able to get up there with us, oh, it really felt so like it was, it was very appropriate and, and very special. Yeah. Um, now I've, I have my songs written down and I've completely skipped a, a question. So here is here is the behind the scenes of doing an interview. I'm misreading my own questions. The songwriting for the song club was done with Sam Hawksley's Song Club. So that was a particular process that you were through which you were writing. I would imagine the process of writing this album had to be different just because you weren't in the structure of the Song Club anymore. Um, although I think you, from the last time I spoke to you, I remembering that you might have gone back a little bit to the Song yeah. Club and <laughs> didn't need it anymore. So I'm wondering if you actually set out to approach the writing in a different way as well, thinking, all right, we need a structured process here to create an album. Well, I mean, don't forget, this. we're in the song club, well, Fliss for half a year and me for a whole year. So there was a lot more than the, you know, whatever, 12 songs, 11 songs that we had on the first record. So we we actually did delve back into some of those tunes. We also got invited back into song club, um, you know. and With an exception. The, the proviso was that we were able to write together rather than individually because, <laughs> you know, it can just be so busy. Um, so sharing the load was um, well, apparently that was going to be a good thing, but we still left it to the last minute. Oh, it didn't last long. <laughs> a couple, a couple of the songs on on this new record, Bird Song, were written, you know, in the last hour before the deadline of Song Club collectively. <laughs> I love that um, Sam's rules are so strict for artists like you who, you know, you you don't need the discipline for one thing because clearly you're highly productive, but also, does he not know who he's dealing with? Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> he was so sweet. He said, like, "I really want you guys back." All right. I will make an exception. You can write together. We're like, okay, well, we we should probably accept that offer, and we did. We did a few weeks. We, and then, we lasted about six weeks, and then we were doing gigs again. It was like Sam, it's just too hard. So, uh, but it was worthwhile because, yeah, that we made uh, you know some really beautiful songs for the album, and and some of the other tracks on the album that Josh brought to the table were, were previously written uh, or started out before. Even you're in Song Club, right? Yeah, there was a couple of tunes that that predated uh, probably even us meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that includes Steady, uh, Unsteady, rather. Yeah. I call it Steady, Unsteady. Yes, from memory, that was written before you met Felicity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you came into this duo with established musical paths, and uh, that you've both been following. Josh with the Waifs mainly, and Felicity through various projects, including solo. Um, you've Clearly created something new, though, with these two albums. There is, an, there is a musical identity that is the two of you now. And I'm wondering if it's felt effortless to create, not necessarily the songs, but that identity together, if that makes sense, to, to actually think what is our what is our musical identity as a pair? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's really... It's nice of you to lovely, say Lovely that, to hear actually. you say that, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks, Sophie. You know, 
I, I guess you start you play music with somebody and you just hope that it's natural. You don't want to sit down and go, oh, what's our musical identity going to be? Let's construct something that we can adhere yeah. to. Yeah. We, it just turns out that we're a good pair together. You know, we like, we each like what each other brings and the music we make together. So, oh, goodness. <laughs> um, yeah. so that, I guess that's, that's the, that's the first step, isn't it? And, um, you know, and if it's natural and, and effortless like that, then, you know, hopefully the other people will jump on board and, you know, people are coming around. You know, it's it's as you say, established careers, but it's a new project. It's, it's still yeah. we're still trying to get Owen as who we are and what we're doing together. Even though there might be some familiarity with us from our, our previous past. musical lives, yeah. but um, you know, the, the obviously the Golden Guitars helps a great deal for that. But just getting out there and playing music live, we've done a lot of shows, and um, you know, people are, are catching on, and the whole thing's growing. Yeah. I suppose sometimes the trap though can be overthinking it. Like, oh, this is this is too effortless. Are we going to trip ourselves up at some point? And something will something go wrong? Have you ever had those moments where you thought, well, maybe we need to make it more difficult to either generate that friction for art, or just oh, your instinct? Josh makes things. It's always always friction. No, no, no. What I was going to say, he he plays complicated. I, I mean, I always say keep things simple, but he. His musicality naturally, even though half the time he doesn't really know what he's doing with his hands, but there's all this intricate, beautiful work that takes place. And and so occasionally I'll say, that's beautiful. Leave it. Hands off the instrument. You've right. done it. Uh, so that's the only, you know, trip yourself up kind of scenario that I've, I feel I've witnessed is that that's really beautiful. Move on next part or next song. Uh, and and that's a that's a cool thing. I think that's what where we're good for each other too. And the same when it comes to putting the vocal part down, Josh is really great at guiding me through, you know, my bits and bobs too to make sure that it's it's in the right pocket without overthinking it. Yeah, um, and I think it's important to acknowledge that it, you make it look easy and it feels effortless to you and it looks effortless to the audience when you're performing live as just this beautiful synergy. But I think you can only make it look that way when you have put in so much work to arrive at the place where you can let go, I guess, and trust each other. So it's that 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 steadfastness as artists showing up over the course of years, being committed to excellence. So I think it's, that's not really a question, but it's just to say when it looks easy, it's it's never the result of ease um, in the past. That, that is very well articulated, I have to say. I, yeah. I really, um, I'm, I'm going to listen back. I'm going to watch this back and uh, <laughs> transcribe what you just said because that was well said <laughs> and I think you, you do it is our job and yeah. I think that it's important to always keep up with delivering the best that we can and we owe it to our fans and the new people that come along because this is our our work and it's to give our jobs respect is really important so um we've got a lot of integrity about what we do and it's nice that you acknowledge that it's um it does seem joyful but and it totally is but to get to that place you've got to know your part so that it can be joyful and and free on stage yeah so you can jump without a net i guess yeah, is the way it goes. yeah. 
And now um, you've never shied away from addressing difficult subjects in your songs and, and Felicity, I'm more aware of your back catalogue than The Waifs. And um, I have to say it's right there from your first album, actually. There was light and dark and shades in between. And it is on Birdsong and I'm thinking of Folded and Unsteady, which Josh wrote. So I'm wondering if songwriting is a means for you both, um, whether writing together or individually, to grapple with difficulty and to work it out in a way. Yeah, it's great therapy and it's free. Um, it's, it's a really good way to go. Uh, Folded for me was the, the song that the little instrument, the little uh, uh, ukulele that I picked up helped me get that song out and it uh, was very important because I wrote that song after we lost Glenn and it speaks to that. It speaks to the the tragic loss of uh, people getting to a point in their lives where they feel like they don't matter anymore, mm-hmm. um, suffering in silence, which is what happened to Glenn. And um, interestingly enough, it's the kids' favourite song, which is really special that they gravitated to that song. Both of the kids on their own bat uh, really in, seemed to feel the importance of that song. So and that's really special too. And, and we talk about it each time we play a gig, um, the importance of speaking up reaching out to someone if someone's struggling in the audience. And I think if that's just a small part of the, what what we've been left with to try and help somebody else, well, that's, and, and someone acts on it, then we're helping. And that, that matters to, to us. I think you're vocal in that. Um, you have a particular way you sing certain songs and and that vocal actually reminded me of It's All Good Fun on Landing Lights. Oh, yeah. Wow. A tone in your voice where I thought, oh, that sounds familiar. What is there in the same That's interesting. I wonder. I should check that out. <laughs> I don't think it wasn't It wasn't going, oh, it's the same vocal. It was more just there was a tone and I thought, yeah, yeah because it's not, not, it's not always there. So it's not like, oh, this is just what Felicity does. It's the way you adapt your vocal to a song. So, and th- so now, Josh, a question for you. Is songwriting a way to deal with difficulty? I think always, yeah. I mean, I've always been drawn more to the darker, heavier subject matter um yeah i think on on our previous record it was very much chronicling our story of meeting and falling in love and there's a lot of songs that were you know quite happy i guess um which is unusual for me because i'm usually more of the brooding dark kind of (laughs) songwriter um and yeah I, i find those songs to be really powerful and um yeah i i don't know i'm just drawn to that more and maybe just there's just more dark stuff happens in my life when when happy stuff happens you just enjoy it but when there's dark stuff happens you got to process it and as you, as Fliss says you know it's a very um well therapeutic thing to do it's a good way of getting through stuff yeah um now again i have moved past my own questions i'm not doing well tonight with looking at the questions i'm moving them up and down i'm going i'm scrolling it's not working i found my question um Actually, oh no. <laughs> No one would know. We're just having a conversation. <laughs> well, I like to try to have a semblance of professionalism. It's not quite working tonight. But um, Alvin, uh, Felicity, on your first album, My Life, there is a song called Big Black Cloud. And I was at the Tamworth Hotel in the beer garden oh. a few weeks ago to see you jump up with the Buckleys <laughs> and play it. And I, I'm, I remember when Sarah Buckley announced that that was the song, thinking I love that they chose that as opposed to a newer song, whether it was from Frozen Rabbit or of one of the short songs with Josh, because I thought they are really fans of yours. Oh, I love the Buckleys. And I remember having the kids, when they were kids, 
on um, radio and and feeling just so excited for them and wanting to help them out uh, in any way I possibly could. And um, anyway, to see how they've blossomed and and then when Sarah sent her lovely message because we've written together as well. Sarah, she's such a talented young girl. Uh, very exciting. So of course I was like, I'll be there. I'll make it happen. Whatever. And she said we want to do Big Black Cloud, and I thought how lovely. I had to brush up on it because I haven't been playing. <laughs> lately so I'm glad they knew it uh, they really had worked it out it was such a joy for me to to do that yeah it was a great performance um and it was a packed beer garden as well <laughs> yeah. um so you you won some golden guitars you played your headline show at the Capitol Theatre yeah, that's quite an enterprise as well in a packed festival to put on a headline show but it was a full crowd from what I could see and so it must be lovely to walk out and see all those people there for you oh yeah, yeah. It, it really is. You know, like I said before, we we work hard to try and build more awareness and let people know what we're doing. And you know, every year we've played at the Capitol Theatre. It's such a great venue and we love going there. And I think each year we've kind of got a few more, a few more. And I think it was that close to being, a, you know, a sold out room. Um, I think technically it might have been, although maybe there was a couple know, of tech seats. A couple of, um, <laughs> Yeah, there was maybe a couple of people bought tickets and then couldn't make it or something. There was a couple of empty seats we could see looking out there. But It's it... funny how you notice that. Even <laughs> though every other seat is taken, it's like, oh, I wonder, did they go to the bathroom? Or what? <laughs> like your head does weird things. Well, mine does. Yeah. Did you yeah. do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't have... yeah. Well, it looked like you were having an absolute ball and uh, it's it's such, uh, you know, you were talking about your what your job is, Felicity, I think. When artists walk out on stage and they're clearly very happy to be there and they're incredibly professional at what they do, it just makes the audience relax. It's like, oh, okay, you're you're going to do everything. We can just sit here and and have fun. But also, it just felt like everything flowed for you. Oh, well, that's nice. Well, it yeah, did. That's really lovely. It was I, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I think like an audience needs to feel safe, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah. I don't have to worry about this. That's, I can just sit back and enjoy. It's a nice way to say it because that's how we want to feel as well about what we're doing or when we go and see a gig. And we were lucky enough to have Sam Hawksley still in mm. town. He left straight after our gig uh, to head on, on back to Nashville. And we had the kids get up and play with us. So it was really special. And Josh was able to play with us on drums, Josh Schubert and uh, lovely Sonny Pocock. She just literally arrived from Queensland with her eyes probably half hanging out of her head, but she's played and looked amazing. So it was just really special. Yeah, when you said she just arrived by road from the Sunshine Coast, so I was yeah. trying to calculate what time she would have had to leave to get back. <laughs> Yeah. Now the kids on stage are a duo called the Meadows, and um, I did notice during the festival that you two are roadies, managers, and tech support for the Meadows. Felicity, would you like to tell us who the Meadows are? Yes, the Meadows. They used to be a group of a four piece, and now uh -huh. they're down the duo because the older cousins, as Tia uh, announced every day on the street, that uh, the boys got older and well. They've got jobs and one's off playing tennis, so uh, they're too busy now. So the kids, the girls don't mind it, though, because they don't have to split the money four ways. <laughs> <laughs> and and T is very good at, at promotion of the band because she capitalised on her time on stage in your show by announcing to everyone there was a QR code they could use to vote. She had everything down pat. <laughs> yes. She's not short on confidence, which is great because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think, Sometimes kids can have confidence and it's like, oh, well, just settle back there. But she's got confidence in a really lovely way. 
Yeah. Be at yeah. least. Ho- yeah. Hopefully other people take her that way as well because you know, I think she's just like a mum. She's really natural and got got that lovely spirit that just comes through. It's nice. That's, that they want to do it. It makes us feel real proud. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, they're playing music and they're singing and they're teaching themselves the chords and how to play and how to make the arrangement and when we might suggest oh is, do you want a different chord there no that's how we want to do it <laughs> you know this is our our version and it's so good on them and they had a lovely moment when um uh well all the different muso mates that would come down the street popping in and either buying them donuts or having photos and it was um you know they they got spoiled during the week they should have because it's it's actually not a, an easy gig being out on Peel Street in that heat. You've got to try yeah. to get people's attention. You know, it's it's hot. They're there for hours. A lot of those buskers, uh, and occasionally they need help. And I did a couple of days later see Josh offering some <laughs> tech assistance. And I thought this is pretty good. Got some high level <laughs> help standing by here. Well, they they often often don't really want the help. Like they want to do it all on their own, and they they're actually capable of doing it too. Now, really, all they needed us for was just to drive them, them in. Right. <laughs> like, we'd often be, reco- you know, we're up late the night before or, you know, just need to sleep in a bit longer and, uh, you know, they'd be banging on the door and jumping on the bed. And, Come on, we've got to go. <laughs> if our music is your priority. Yeah. <laughs> Award winners, get up. <laughs> so, um, now, also at that Capital Theatre show, um, Josh, you were playing a guitar that you made because um, Felicity mentioned that it was it was a guitar that you'd made. So I'm wondering how long you've been making instruments. Uh, I haven't kept track of how many years exactly, but it must it's at least a decade now, um, probably longer actually. Um, you know, I'm not very prolific with it. When I first started doing it, I just was consumed by it and made a bunch of guitars in, in the first year. Um, but then as life has unfolded, finding the time to do it is, is a bit challenging. Um, but I do want to get back to it and do a bit more. But um, it's it, sometimes when I'm making a guitar, I feel like I'm, I enjoy this more than playing it even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, and also when, you know, Felicity, I've seen you play a number of times over the years in, in various permutations, solo with a band, like uh, all sorts of things. And I always think of you connecting really strongly with your instruments. So you, you are so interested in what the instrument can do and, and often feels like you're kind of coaxing different sounds out of it. So have you ever considered making instruments? Oh, uh, well, when I was a kid in dad's workshop, he was an upholsterer and, uh, you know, tinkered with some wood and some rubber bands and fishing line and nails and different ideas as a kid of making a guitar so that that was just those little um fun things you did while dad was actually doing a job and I was hanging out with my mate you know um and uh and then I used to say to dad I maybe when I grow up I could be an upholsterer and he said oh maybe there's something else for you Uh, but I've always been interested in in woodwork and I remember loving that at high school funnily enough Tia is also quite interested in woodwork and my Christmas present was a gorgeous wooden box she made me at school so with my name on it it was really lovely so who knows I mean it's great that um yeah Josh has got the gear here at home to finish a guitar you've got underway but he's been painting and doing work on the house at the moment so (laughs) woodwork of a different kind yeah (laughs) it sounds like you might have an apprentice in Tia if you want to teach her how to guitars I've always, I always love making something. You know, there's always a job to do, something to build or create, and uh, 
Tia, when I first, you know, started spending time here, um, she she would, uh, you know, come and hang out and just watch me and soak it up and she'd often want to, uh, you know, grab a piece of wood or have a go at sawing something or, you know, the, most recently she's wanting to use the actual power, like the drop saw, yeah. which, <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. Like, you know, she's got a lot of... Uh, Confidence, confidence with with those sort of things. It's that theme again, confidence. But she yeah, first in woodwork. I, I love I love the fact that um you know she's she's interested in that kind of thing. Yeah, it's great. You know, it's uh it's it's a good skill to learn how to how to make things with your hands, and um it's really cool. I just realised I did that proud mother thing. Sorry about that, but I I am. I wouldn't. Of course, you would be. First, it woodwork's amazing. I'm also envisaging the family enterprise here. You make the instruments. You play the instruments. <laughs> All four of you, basically. <laughs> well, Ellie said the other day, it's not like I want to be a singer or anything. Oh, well, she does. Next minute she doesn't, so I can't keep up. <laughs> uh, well, she no doubt uh, has plenty of opportunities to see you two sing, particularly last year when you were on the road quite a lot because I was keeping track of your tour dates and you were you were busy. And uh, some of those dates were in support of the waifs, which made me wonder, Josh, whether you have like a Superman phone booth that you go into between sets, like you play with Felicity and then you get on the waifs cape and out to go. Oh, there's no cape involved. It's um, No, I, I mean, after playing with Fliss, it's you just... It's it's great. It's a good way to warm up, and um, you know you feel really happy in a good mood. Crowd's been really lovely, and then you get to walk out with the waves and do another show. It's it's really great. We've got another one coming up uh, pretty soon here at Taronga Zoo. So with Fist yeah. and I doing the opening spot for that too. So very much looking forward to it. And the kids are going to love it. Well, and that show is sold out, so can't even <laughs> into tickets for that one. So if people have tickets, that's great. If they don't, they've missed out. But you do have some other dates coming up. And I would imagine that you're planning to put some more into the year or maybe given that you now seem to be on an album every two-year pace, you are heading into a writing cycle. Uh, we've got new music we'll have coming out before the year's out. Not a whole album, but we'll just start the drip-feeding process again. <laughs> Not resting on your laurels again. Back to that. It's already underway, but yeah. you know, even though we've done quite an extensive tour with the Birdsong album, it still feels like there's places to go yeah. and we'll keep adding dates in the calendar. We've got a few coming up in Victoria in March, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. So um, if folks want to jump on our websites, felicityurkut.com or joshcunningham.com, they can see the details with that. And uh, there's and some festivals, nice festivals yeah. coming up as well. Yeah. So it's, music's not going to stop. Oh, well, I can't imagine it would because it hasn't for decades for the two of you. Um, and, again, just to acknowledge, this is uh, there is a lot of great music um, in within the Australian country music genre and I hear a lot of it. And then sometimes I stop, like when I saw you two at the Capitol Theatre and I just was sitting there and listening to your recorded music, I thought, you know, these two are really excellent and the fact that this confluence of events brought you together to make music together is, is for a, a fan an amazing thing. So again, not a question, just a comment, but but so that I guess people can get the context of what they're witnessing. It's excellence in action. It's not that common. So anyone who can see you live, I think should if the tickets are not sold out. We need to do it. Can we put that as a quote on our poster? <laughs> I think, yeah. That's really I don't know how. That's just I want to give you a hug. Thank you, Sophie. It's really sweet. Yeah. But it's it's true, and I, you know, as I said, I see a lot of music, and sometimes I need to remind myself. It's like this is not that common. This is actually this this standard is not common. So, 
Felicity Urquhart and Josh Cunningham. Thank you for your excellence in music. And <laughs> it has been noticed by the Golden Guitar Voters, which is great. And uh, I'm sure there will be more to come. And thanks very much for your time. We love it's, we love our time with yeah, you. It's really great. Yeah, yeah, I love your show. You do a great thing. You do thing. such a great so thank, thing. Thank you so much for that. A hundred percent. Thank you. It's lucky to have you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.